invited to a mystery. Inspector Verlo Morton Lee. Episode 1. World, Meet the Inspector. The following may contain depictions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Taxi? Um, taxi? Oh, oh no, sir. Mr. Andrews, let me. Taxi! Yo, yo, yo! Do not know hey! to consider we'll need one to take us all the way to Yorkshire Lake, Brody. Yes, sir. I, I know, Mr. Andrews. Stop! Hey, you! Yes, you! Stop! Hey, taxi! Seriously? I see another coming this way. I'll get him. Hey, taxi! Hey! I've already told you, lad. Hey! You can just call me Percy. If it was good enough for everyone at the BNC, it should be good enough for you and me. Oh, yeah. Sure thing, Mr. Uh, Percy. I wanted to ask you about all that uh, BNC stuff. If you read the papers, you certainly know it all. That American witch came to London and hexed the entire board and everyone at the news desk. I was out within a week. But you were a BNC reporter for a generation. You were, I mean, you are a national treasure. You know, for your nation, not, not here. I mean, we, or, I love you too. I mean, not like that. No way. Not that I'm trying to make fun of any specific type of people. Like, men who like men. Oh, geez. What am I even saying right now? I'm assuming in your own hillbilly way, you are attempting to be charming. But I assure you, young Brody, national treasures do not produce podcasts. Oh, Mr. Andrews. I mean, or Percy. Mr. Percy? Podcasts are so hot right now. Everybody listens to podcasts. Why, even my mom listens to podcasts. Is that so? Well, she listens to my podcast after I set it up for her on her phone. Oh. But no, it really is the future. The printed word to radio, radio to television, and now back to radio on little phones. Wow, that's deep stuff. I'm going to write about that on my blog. Ah, and the circle is complete. Here's our cab. Told you I'd get one. You are my white knight. Brody, son, I didn't see you load up any recording equipment back there. Are you certain you have everything we need? Oh, I've got it covered, sir. Why, I'm even recording this right now. See this little lapel microphone? It's a condenser, so it picks up everything. Yes, fascinating. But first, I'll need to go over a few things about how to properly document- Oh, I got you one too, Mr. Percy. Lab, I don't even know how to turn this tiny thing on. It's already on. But the batteries? Will last for days. And the storage? Weeks! This little thing? Uh Uh-huh. The future. Even so, in the present, we still need to do some basic entry-level journalism. March 18th, 6.53pm. This is BNC correspondent Percy Andrews from American Nightmare in the crosshairs. I am en route to- You don't have to say the time, or where we are going. I assure you, I do. When I give these tapes to my secretary to transcribe, leave them to be properly chronological sequenced for editing purposes. Time information is embedded into the audio file, and there are no tapes. <laughs> it's not the 90s anymore. Oh yes, I see. Well, when these little magic buttons are digitally mined for the collected conversations, I'd like to be able to keep track of what was said and where we were when we said it. That's all happening right now, sir. Percy? Sir Percy? 
Have you? No, I suppose not. Here, look at this app. Uh, okay. This smiley icon here is my mic. When I click it, it opens this window. See how it is typing out everything that I say? What? How? They're wirelessly connected to my phone. The app uses voice-to-text technology to instantly transcribe what it hears, as well as timestamp each sentence. It also geotags every word with GPS coordinates. That's amazing. Click mine. Rutsabega. Carnivorous. Elasticity. Ha! Huh. I will never misspell a word again. Pretty rad, right boss? Pretty rad, as the kids say. Just don't lose that phone. Oh, it's okay. It all uploads to the cloud anyway. It... what's... to the what? You have successfully reached the home of the brilliant yet humble detective, Inspector Verlo Morton Lee. That's me! Why, the Yorkshire Gazette once printed in their very pages that I consider myself the modern-day incarnation of the great Sherlock Holmes. And yes, that one particular urban legend is indeed true. I did retire from active duty with a perfect record of solved homicides. Twenty-seven, at last count. Everyone really should stop killing each other. But I digress. It would seem, at this moment, you are truly quite exceedingly fortuitous. However, I regret to inform you the odds are squarely stacked against you achieving any additional success from this point forward. A ridiculous number of unrelated events will need to converge in a very specific way for me to respond to your inquiry, be it great or small. First and foremost, you will need to actually speak when the cassette begins recording. I mean, you've dialed the number, persevered through the requisite four ringy-dingies, listened to this brief yet informative message, and alas, the beep, beep, and beeps. It's your moment. Your time to sparkle! And yet you just sit there, saying nothing while your 25 seconds of precious opportunity tick, tick, ticks on by? I'm a world-class detective, not a mind reader. Use your words. Secondly, you need to hope that I am home. I'm not listening to another tape full of people telling me I've won luxury cruises. Seriously, what are the odds? or that I am going directly to tax jail. Important safety tip, by the way. The IRS does not, repeat, does not accept Apple gift cards as payment towards delinquent accounts. On a related note, it is not a pleasant experience having a room full of government so-called tax professionals laugh in your face when you politely ask for a receipt. So I'm told. Oh, uh, what else? Oh yeah, you're going to need to intrigue me. Give me an actual reason to want to pick up the phone. Sell it a little. Cloak it in a bit of mystery. Maybe tell a riddle. Um, for example, let's say you're trying to get me to extend my subscription to the Yorkshire Gazette. You could say something like, Hello. 
This is Paperboy Kyle, wanting to see if you'd like to extend your newspaper subscription. But where's the magic in that? I'm not interested. Maybe I'll satisfy my crossword puzzle addiction another way. No. Try something like, what is black and white and about to be all over? At a pregnant pause for dramatic effect. Then return boisterously, it's your newspaper subscription, Inspector Lee! Of course, by that time, I would have most certainly snatched the receiver from its cradle and proudly solved your wordplay puzzle with a self-induced buzzer-beating adrenaline rush I reserved for only the most rare of occasions. In the afterglow of said jubilance, I would joyfully extend my subscription for at least six more months, and all of us will conclude our pleasant little conversation on the highest of highs. Seriously, though, Kyle, call me. Finally, if this is Chief Overton, you can save your breath. I still haven't washed the bad taste out of my mouth from the last case that handshaking, baby-kissing idiot stole from me. Okay, so you know what to do. Oh, oh yeah, if you're calling about the bassoon lessons ad I placed on Craigslist, start playing a little bit after the beep and I'll pick up if I think you're showing any promise. Toodles! Dear God and sweet baby Jesus teething ring, what did I just listen to? Who has an answering machine that even records a greeting that long? For that matter, who even still has an answering machine? Verlo, I'm going to need you to pick up. It's important. I already know you're home. I sent Deputy Dundee over there to transport you to the scene. He's parked out front. On a related note, pants or curtains, choose at least one. Really? I swear on the great Fonzarelli's leather jacket and all that remains upright in this world, if you don't pick up the phone right now, I'll have that good deputy kick down your front door and pop two caps in that ugly brown stick you call a bassoon. So, that's how we're going to play it, huh? I'm getting Dundee on the radio. That poor boy's probably missed his daughter's first steps, kindergarten graduation, and senior prom while I've been stuck here listening to your incoherent answer machine ramblings. The body's probably already cold by now anyway. Did you say body? That's right. Anyone important? Not particularly, best we can tell. You're going to make me say it and seem like a pompous jerk, aren't you? No, you just asked the wrong question. Why? Where? Vic went belly up at the estate of Congresswoman Camilla Masters. GSW to the back, no weapon, no motive, no explanations as of yet. That should make for a catchy attack ad jingle this fall. It gets better. She's hosting a big fancy to-do with a bunch of local VIPs. Camilla, They're all being held a at the scene. She's a killer. Chicka, chicka, wow, wow. Pow, 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 and the buddies hit the floor. Please stop, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm Camilla's opponent, and I approve that sweet jam. As you've probably already deduced, VIPs, by and large, do not appreciate being held anywhere against their will. So it is imperative that you get over there immediately and make an arrest. Wait, you said VIPs. He isn't there, is he? No. Good. At least this would be one case he wouldn't be able to steal credit for. 
He's the governor, Verlo. I'm sure he has bigger fish to fry these days. Well, sure, he's the governor now. It's really easy to look good for the public when you just pretend the accomplishments of others are your own. You mean the Daniels case? Of course I mean the Daniels case. I think he printed out full-color trifold pamphlets patting himself on the back the very day I colored that little psycho. He still likes you. He should. Wait, what? Did, did he say something? Yes. He, uh, specifically requested that you handle this incident at the Congresswoman's home due to its delicate nature. Oh, I see. successfully reached the home of the brilliant yet humble detective, Inspector Verlo Morton Lee. That's me. Why, the Yorkshire Gazette once printed in their very pages she that I consider myself the modern-day incarnation of the great Sherlock Holmes. With that and yes, Go away. that one particular urban legend is indeed true. I did retire from active joint. duty with a perfect Fine. record of stalled homicides. 27 at last count. Hello. Seriously? Oh, good Chief Overton. Pleasant to hear from you again. How's the wife? She's great. But Verl, come on. So, do you normally motivate your other detectives with threat of violence against their prized possessions? What? No. Because Krieg, that's his name, by the way, is an extension of my soul. Who? Krieg, my bassoon. It's a part of me. That's, um, great. Here, let me play a piece I've been working on. No, please, look, I'm sorry. I know you and Governor Wise have history. That's why I made other arrangements. Other arrangements? What do you mean? A proverbial carrot to the, uh, threats against your music stick. Congratulations, Chief. I'm now officially intrigued. You know how I follow the royal family? I remember you taking three weeks of vacation to London the last time there was some sort of princess wedding. Yeah. Well, it wasn't all tea, crumpets, wickets, and riding red double-decker buses around. You just described every picture I remember seeing of you from over there on New Yorkshire Twitface. Well, yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, I certainly don't. Also made contacts. Friends, if you will, at the British News Corporation. I'm even more confused. Look, I've got a guy from the BNC to follow you around. Document your every move. He's a living legend. A journalist? Poking around the congresswoman's house? During a murder investigation? It was his. I, I mean, my. It was my idea. My demand, even, to the governor in return for bringing you on the case. Well, blimey crickets. Where's me bloody tea? I must make a spiffy. Post haste. Yes, spiffy. Post haste. Do that. Come on. Open up already. Ugh, you still don't have pants. I've got a lot to do, chief. Gotta run. I need to shower. Put on pants. Ugh. The entire free world is about to meet Inspector Furley. What have I done? Please. Percy Andrews, please forgive me. No, shut your bathroom door. Your apology is not needed, good chap. What I need is your compliance. 
It is imperative we are immediately permitted access to the estate as esteemed members of the press. Why, we are here by orders of your governor. Yeah, I'm double dog down with that. The Gov is a righteous compadre. He's chillaxy with the wacky tobacco, if you know what I'm talking about. If it were up to me, I'd valet the fudge sickles out of this fine ride and have you join the party most directly like. This is a taxi cab, you twit. Do you have a death wish? Get out of the road! Oh, hey, deputy. Who's the hippie? Me? I'm Mutt, Mutt Hammerson, valet, delivery driver, and head groundskeeper of these here particles. I'm under strict orders from the head honchui not to let anyone through until more police arrive. Does this look like an ice cream truck to you? Nah, man, but I did used to buy some, uh, we'll call it, uh, pistachio ice cream right out of the back of a retired police cruiser. That was a head tickler for sure. Clear the road, we're coming through. Hey, what about us? You the big city reporters? That's us. Well, he's a real reporter. I'm more of a student, hobbyist, country boy, blogger. There with me, roll out. Cool, cool. Maybe you ought to paint some fire stripes down the side of that bed. Really make it pop. I know a guy who could hook you up real good if you could get inside of Revelations this Friday night. You're a party guy. Right, bloggy boy? Well, I like... I like to, uh... This is still a taxi cab, dude. Mount some hand bongos on the headrests. Add a few treaky-deaky secret compartments here and there and whatnot. Please, drive. Get a load of this place. The Master's Manor looks like something from a dark and cautionary children's tale. The manor is a two-story white Victorian behemoth of a house. It sprawls out upon a grassy peninsula which cuts viciously out into a gray, glassy, smooth lake. A single, narrow, stony precipice plateaus above the water's surface at the final point where peninsula gives way to the deep. At the flattened peak of this rocky formation, a tall metal pole flies the familiar red, white, and blue flag of the colonies. Whoa, that's good. Real good. And there's ducks! Say something British about the ducks. The only tremors that can be seen on the lake's surface are from migrating waterfowl, transients bathing in its clear water, as if to wash away the sin that has been committed here today. <laughs> oh my goodness, you are a golden sun. We are following an ancient yet well-maintained bridge that leads to the main entrance of the estate. A deep and imposing forest forms a natural barrier about the rear of the property. I count at least three smaller structures in the distance. Visible on the side of the nearest of the three buildings are the painted words, Master's Moonshine. An old brick wall with ironwork gates, which doubtlessly mark the property's perimeter, seemingly disappear into this untamed wilderness. Visibility is a bit limited due to an inexplicable fog. The mist hangs primarily over the house, not the lake as you might expect. The sun has long set behind dreary, overcast skies as we now bear witness to the final death throes of ambient light for the day. 
There does seem to be a gentleman to greet us at the front door. I also count two uniformed officers standing off to the side, the flashing lights of their cruisers amplified by the settling fog. I detect a certain leisure to their posture. Their role, no doubt, is limited to simply securing the scene until their star detective can arrive. And who exactly is this noble lawman tasked with securing the hostile front facing an ever-rising tide of American gun violence? His name is Inspector Verlo Morton Lee, sir. I cannot help but cast my eyes to the car ahead and the man who must be feeling the weight of the world upon him at this moment. What was the incomparable David Beckham thinking about moments before taking that glorious free kick against Greece in 2001? What were the deep thoughts of Muhammad Ali when his trainer laced off his gloves for the thriller in Manila? Was he even thinking about Joe Frazier, or was it something deeper? And how did Andy Murray carry the weight of a nation's desperate expectations that magical summer fortnight in 2013 at Wimbledon? As our cars finally arrive at the front door, I can't help but ask myself, where do the Great Ones go to find sanctuary inside themselves? What do the gifted do for... Uh, what is he doing? Is he okay? What is who doing? Is he having a medical episode? Uh, no, I think he's dabbing. Dabbing? Well, I've only been to Revelations the one time for my... Well, you don't care. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that's dabbing. Dabbing? Um, maybe it's called dropping the spoons? Um, I'm not like 100%. And this is a popular dance move of your generation? Not exactly any time recently. So, where's the stiff? Oh, Mr. Inspector, sir, here, I need to mic you up. You look a little young to be a living legend. Yes, I mean, no, that's not me. That's him. That's Percy Andrews. I mean, he needs no introduction. I mean, he does, I suppose, because you don't know him. Wait, do you know him? He's so great. He's talking to himself. Oh, no, no, he's just monologuing. I've seen this before. The murder at the roller rink disco arcade. Perp wouldn't stop running his mouth, even when left alone in the holding pen. The holding pen? Eventually confessed, without any of us even asking a question. Hey, Redcoat, stop blabbering to yourself and give me an account for where you were approximately two hours ago. Me? You want to know where I was two hours ago? Are you daft? Oh, yes, Mr. Inspector, sir. I've been with Mr. Andrews every minute since early this morning. Except for when he went to the bathroom, of course. And it wasn't for very long. I mean, it was too long for number one, but not long enough for... Uh... I well assure you, Inspector, the killer is someone waiting in the house behind me. Well, well, did you hear that? We're all well assured. Pack it up, boys. We can roll on out. And just who might you be? My name is Orson Lang III. I am the butler of the master's household and the acting head of personnel. <laughs> the butler, huh? I'm gonna call you Did It. Did It? Certainly clever, sir. You get it. Right, microphone boy? It's Brody. Brody Roberts, sir. Er, Inspector. Perhaps we should dispense with the frivolities and retire to the swimming pool where the stiff currently half resides. Did you say half resides? Perhaps it would be best to see for yourself, or perhaps once there, Mr. Andrews could explain it to you. Ooh, Orson with the sick burn! I do love a challenge. Oh, wow. Okay, here goes. 
I'll fill in some of the minor details before the big reveal, as they say. The pool yard is dimly lit by wrought iron lighting fixtures attached to the three walls which surround the stone-floored retreat. Various small wooden garden islands, hiding small multimedia speakers, dot the poolside populated with luxurious lawn chairs. A single high wattage bulb shines underneath the surface of the water, tainted the faintest shade of light pink. The pool itself is a bit smaller than you might expect for an estate this size, yet it is deep enough for a small diving board to be installed at the far end. Also, we have undoubtedly found the source of the mysterious cloud. Whispers of mist still emanate from the surface of the pool, carried upwards into spiraling eddies powered by a steadily increasing wind that so often precedes a coming storm. For one man, however, the storm has already come. See, I told you, he's so good. We get it already, and the dead guy's foot is tied to the diving board, he's been shot in the back, and the rest of him is floating face down in the water. Did I miss anything? Succinct, yet accurate. We are under strict orders that he is not to be touched until... What are you doing? Don't! What in heaven's name is wrong with you? It's not like he's going to get out of the pool to talk to us. Yes, but is there not some sort of protocol? Look, I don't know how things are done in the motherland, but here in America, we aren't afraid to get our hands... Yeah, that tastes like blood. It's red. Oh, neg. Get him a floaty! That round thing over there! It's called a life preserver. Whatever! Here, grab it! Thank you. Thank you. I'm fine now. Well, have you found anything useful? Yes. Someone get Chief Overton on the phone. This isn't a nobody down here. This is really big. Inspector Verlo Morton Lee is a Pigeon Spaceship Studios production. Our executive producer is Laura Bratton. On this episode, you enjoyed the vocal talents of Easton Rowell as Brody Roberts, Sebastian Stevens as Percy Andrews, Ethan Britt as Deputy Dundee, Ian R. as Orson Lang III, Kevin Marchinsky as Chief Overton, James Ellison as Mutt Hammerson, Gregory Bratton as the Inspector, and me, I'm Amanda Parker. You can visit us at ivml.podbean.com for transcripts, cast info, show notes, and more. Pigeon Spaceship Studios is on a mission to fellowship, mentor, and empower. Creating fun and wholesome content is only our excuse. Come connect with us on Twitter at Pigeon Spaceship and with this show at IVML underscore pod. Join the discussion anywhere using hashtag IVML. Please remember, your positive ratings, reviews, and recommendations to friends are some of the easiest and best things you can do to ensure we continue to produce content just like this. Next time on Inspector Verlo Morton Lee. Grab your stuff, gentlemen. Today, your VIP. I do specialize in financial services that could use, you know, 
a little bit of legal finesse. Every last one made off like their tails were on fire. We must have a killer in custody before the 11 o'clock news runs with this story. Chop, chop, chop! We have found a desperate golden goose, and she's about to lay a big bloated egg full of your wildest dreams. Coming in hot! There are so many quality podcasts out there. That's why we are so thankful you are listening to this one. So from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Inspector Verlo Morton Lee will return in three weeks.